October 12th, 2019, and you're listening to Breakfast Tales. I'm Andre. And I'm Vivian. Good morning. Good morning. We're eating breakfast. If you hear that snap, crackle, pop, it's Vivian cereal. And and also we say good morning because it is actually morning for once. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we eat breakfast sometimes in the morning. I mean, sometimes we do this podcast in the morning. Sometimes. <laughs> We're getting more consistent. Yay. It's been feeling pretty good. Um, not too much going on today. We're just chilling. Gonna look at sheds today. And it's chilling because there was a cold front that blew through here and dropped the temperatures like 30 degrees. Oh yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah. But I feel like we're still south, so it's not too bad. But some of the more northern places, they got smashed. Like Denver? Yeah. One One of my coworkers works remote from Colorado and he is like look at my weather outside and then i looked it's like snow and then he's like i looked at austin weather and you guys are still 90 <laughs> yep sounds correct um but today i wanted to talk about hoarding Ooh. and this can this this is not necessarily like a work thing or like a tech problem i mean it's a problem everywhere right but i want to talk about mainly because we're right now trying to sell off a bunch of our our wedding stuff because it's like why why do we need this stuff we don't need it anymore right yeah but the mentality is like well why would we just throw it away so we've been holding on to it for a while now right Mm -hmm. but it's just taking up space so we're trying to get rid of it hey um well at least the things that we're hoarding right now for the wedding is i feel like they're reusable (laughs) like they look fine. See, but that's how you get into the hoarding mentality. It's like I know. this box is really nice. I it would be a shame to throw it away. We, I know. I, I, I could do, I could find a use for this in the future. Maybe let me just put it right here, and next to the hundred other boxes <laughs> I have. Yeah, I guess then that is the problem. And then well, now the thing is like I'm trying to sell it right now in the neighborhood. I'm like anybody, anybody here, anybody wants this? And then I I put it, I was like this thing is five dollars. Do, do you want it? I'm like, crap, this is too much, isn't it? Like, I could only sell this for, like, a dollar. Probably. It's a real shame, because we actually just had that garage sale. The neighborhood garage sale. I know, exactly. I was like, I feel like we should have put it out there with the garage sale. Um, but then the, the hoarding problem, if you go through the garage sales in our neighborhood, we see the same mentality. Mm-hmm. Everyone suffers from it. Yeah. And, like, these people have things out there, they're just like trying to sell i'm not sure why it's like well i don't want it maybe mm-hmm. someone else will want it but then no one wants it and then sometimes i've seen i've seen some people keep things because there was definitely like one or two homes in this garage sale in the neighborhood that i definitely recall them having the same exact item from like a year ago from the garage sale a year ago and that's how you know you're hoarding right if you yeah. don't want it and you try to sell it and nobody wants it, that means... It's time to give it up, right? Yeah, just give it away, <laughs> throw it away. Yeah. Bring mean, it to Goodwill, and then Goodwill will make the decision for you if it's even worth selling. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Goodwill, honestly. It, they're great. It's a it's a really great company. I think they do a good job. Um, I always wondered, like, what happens, though? Like, what's the filtering process like? Mm-hmm. Like, they I'm, get... I give them all kinds of crap, and they're they're just fine with it. Yeah, they'll take everything, but that's the thing is that they get, like, giant, like, boatloads of all these donations and stuff, but 
when you look at the shelves, there's clearly, like, some things that make and some things don't. Like, so where do the other things go? I always wonder that. I don't know. Because I've given them, like, a used mannequin before. And they were just like, whatever. We'll take it. I mean, that one probably you could sell. It'd look fine. Mm, it was kind of broken. Because, <laughs> like, the things that you see sold in the in the store is, like, they look pretty good. Like, the couches and stuff, the mattresses look fine. But I'm pretty sure there's been people who donate, like, really messed up couches. Mm-hmm. Like, where do those go? I don't know. Anyways, I was just in one the other day. It's Halloween time, so there's Halloween decorations everywhere. Yeah. But hoarding things isn't just, like, limited to physical things, right? So That's true. Um, now that we we live in the digital age, right? Everything's whatever files, bits on disc, and we're all we're all like, oh, I don't want to lose that, right? And so, even for me at work, if I write like a little snippet of code that I think is cool, and I for whatever reason it never makes it into a the actual product, I'll just like put it in a file and then store it somewhere on my computer. So I have like these, a bunch of random little snippets of code just like floating around. Just because, like, I put effort into this. Why would I throw this away? I definitely do the same thing on my computer, though. I just have... So that's why, like, have you seen my desktop on my work laptop? Mm-hmm. Yes, it makes you sad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> so many things on it. Vivian is worse at, about hoarding. Um, yes, I am I am the worst one. I I don't know. It's like, I everything's like, I could use this later. I could use this later. Well, what if I need this later? It's always that. And then at work, I do the same thing. So my work desktop... My work laptop, the desktop is like full of icons. My downloads folder is just full of stuff because I'm like, well, I could use something eventually. You're, you're, yeah, you never will. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just went through a purging of my hard drive on my work laptop because it finally was like, hey, you uh, you got like a gig left. <laughs> go go figure out your life, Vivian. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to purge this. It, it was just, I had a lot of things on there that, necess- that didn't need to be on there. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny because, like, the only thing that I, I, I don't even consider it hoarding, the only thing that I, like, really store and take care of are all the photos I take, right? And I'm, like, insane about that stuff because I have it on my main hard drive, I copy mm-hmm. it over to my backup hard drive, I copy it over to my, my portable hard drive, I upload it to Google, so I've got, like, insane redundancies going on. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, it's like, I've got four or five copies of every photo that I've ever taken <laughs> just floating around. Well, it's there. good, though. Well, I mean, like, it's the same. The way how you handle the photos is how, like, like a professional photographer would handle it, right? They, you got to make sure, you, well, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hopefully a professional photographer handles it is like they should have a lot of backups. There mm-hmm. have been. I've read a lot of stories about photographers like, my memory card got lost, and I lost all the photos for this whole wedding. Somebody, can you help find it or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yikes. How did that happen? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, for, yeah, for photos, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Other things that, I, I mean, I, I heard everything anyways. That's why I think it's interesting that the whole, I don't know. So it's 2019, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole Marie Kondo thing, just like, it was earlier this year that it just yes. exploded everywhere. Well, it, it was like, conven- I think, I don't even, I think it conveniently came out around New Year's. Mm. And so 
because of that, it was like everyone had their New Year's resolution to like clean up their lives, and it was like a show that was short and quirky on Netflix that was easy to watch because you're home, and what else do you do over the holidays? Mm-hmm. And so everyone got really into it, and it's all about like letting go, which Americans, I think, in general are really bad at. I mean, we have a lot of stuff, and we are constantly buying stuff, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of it as well... And the th- it blew up, but then it was clear. Well, to me, anyways, it was clear from the very beginning. It was more of than a clash of cultures a little bit, because I think culturally in Japan it was like to them they have a little bit less sentimental values and physical objects sometimes. I think I think the thing is they just have less space. In general. So okay. It's like, yeah, that's true. Like the closet that we're sitting in is like as big as the whole apartment we stayed at when we Correct. were in Japan. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is actually. That is very true. So like imagine <laughs> how much more stuff we have than, than someone from Japan. right? Yeah. So I guess over there you have to consolidate and it's just it, it's a given that you have to versus in America. Here we're like, we have a huge house. We're just going to fill it. No, we're just like, well, there's a spot over there that doesn't have anything. Let's put something there. I was like, oh, well, we could keep it then. It fits there. If it fits, it sits. All right. Forever. <laughs> but yeah, so like, um, yeah, because I, I think I guess that's another thing why the Marie Kondo, Marie, I guess, Marie Kondo method was like popular was that everyone has the same hoarding problem. Mm-hmm. about everything i mean some people are worse some people are better but in, in general i mean like it also it also covered like having too many things also covered like organization like some people just you may have like sufficient amount of items you just didn't really put it in a sane way for you to literally make use of it yeah i think the thing that made her method more digestible is that for the like, I, I think previously people would just be like, okay, you don't use this ever, throw it away, right? It's mm-hmm. junk. But she's like, her method is like, well, it doesn't spark joy anymore, right? But at some point, it made you happy, right? Because otherwise, why would you have bought it? So mm-hmm. her method is like, thank the item for bringing you happiness when you bought it, but it no longer does, so I'm getting rid of it. So it's not that it's junk, it's just that no longer do you feel an attachment to it, so there's no need to hold on to it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it feels it feels different than just throwing something away. So yes. that, that's like the whole point of her, her method, honestly. I can see that, because there's like, there's a stereotype, I mean, it's almost a stereotype now where it's the wife telling the husband, oh, get rid of that junk or something, and then the husband's like, ah, grudgingly mm-hmm. throws it away, right? Right the wife would treat it as junk. Mm-hmm. But, like, for him, it, it makes him really happy, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's some ugly, stupid thing. Yeah, like, I don't know, some weird statue, I guess. Like, we watched that Try Guys video, and he had, like, I don't know what it was. It was, like, this ugly paintings or whatever. Oh, there was an ugly painting. I yeah. don't know. It was just an ugly painting. <laughs> but he really wanted it. It yeah. made him happy. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good example where I think, like, his wife absolutely hates it. But he said he really, like, it makes him happy and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to compromise on that, right? Because That's you're true. sharing the space. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't compromise, then what? It's like only one person lives yeah. in this house. See, my problem is, and then I think, like, that, that, that that's true. That Try Guy episode was funny. It was, like, Keith or whatever. 
I have the same problem where it was you had things hidden away that you kept, like pictures or like some weird thing that like from college it was like hilarious or something. And then you never look at it for years. But then when you unearth it, you're looking at it as like, this was funny. And then I and then I want to keep it. Because I was like, oh yeah, I kept it for a reason. But yeah. then I haven't looked at it for like years now. I clearly don't need it. But then mm-hmm. there's like the attachment to it. It was like, that was a funny period. I don't, this is so funny, whatever. Yeah, I mean... For that kind of thing, it doesn't hurt you to keep it, right? Because eventually well, you'll find it, it again. Well, it depends if you have, like, space, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless your whole life is like, oh, this thing is funny, I'm going to keep that too. And then you just have, like, a bajillion things. <laughs> but, I mean, some things, they don't have to make sense. Like, literally sitting above me is a box. <laughs> it's just a cardboard box, but it has my face drawn on it. And I've had it since high school. Yep. And it always makes me laugh, so I've I've just never gotten rid of it. Every time I enter the closet, if you happen to look up, I just see it. It's just Andre's face, like, staring down at you. And the worst smile ever. I've thought about just cutting the face of it off. I mean, technically, are you supposed to... Is that you smiling or no? Mm. I don't know. Your mouth is making a square. I'm making, like, a kind of face. And what's worse is that someone had cut out your eyes like there's holes for the eyes yeah because it's a mask i mean yes it's supposed to be a box that you put over your head <laughs> of your face Mm-hmm. see but it sparks joy so i keep it yes same thing with your snake eduardo hey we had a lot of good times with that snake <laughs> there is a rubber snake that also sits in the closet as well mm-hmm. um i think it did freak out people back in the day. We bought it when we lived in the dorm, and then we would just, like, leave it Because it looks kind of realistic, too. Yeah. It's just a funny thing that we have. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's another thing. So, yeah, like, I try not to hoard things. Like, a lot of my old school notebooks and things like that, I chuck that stuff immediately. Right? Because mm-hmm. there's no need to keep it, and it doesn't make me happy. I mean, honestly, it would go the other way. But inside of the notebooks... I I used to get bored a lot in class, so I would draw little doodles here and there mm-hmm. on all my notebooks. So, like, across four years, I kept all of my notebooks. And then once I graduated from, from undergrad, I just went through every notebook and I took a picture of every doodle in every notebook. Mm-hmm. Because that was the part that I that I actually liked. The, the notes and all that stuff, it's whatever. But the the actual doodles were actually me, right? That's my character that's in there. And so I like that. So I took a picture of all of those before I threw it away. So you can hoard, but I'm hoarding digitally. Digitally. As long as you have space digitally. Memory is cheap nowadays, people. Honestly. Yes, it is. It's like, you want 10 terabytes of space? $100, why not? It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't feel bad about hoarding digitally, but <clears throat> Vivian knows I'll, I'll get like, I'll be like, God, with all, it's all this stuff. What do we, you don't, you don't need any of this stuff just all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm hoarding. Right. Everything could be used in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in terms of work, I feel like sometimes the same kind of mentality creeps in, right? for for code or documents and things like that people are always like 
oh, we should, we should write this down and keep this forever in some place that everyone can see. And I'm like, nobody's going to look at this ever again. Well, and we, okay, so we do the same thing. We have a, a wiki, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a wiki and it's a standard, like, Atlassian wiki. Um, and every time, I'm like, let's document this. But then, like, it was always placed in the most strangest location and no one ever looks for it. Never read up again. Just like, what? <laughs> yeah, honestly, when it comes to, like, that kind of documentation or something like that, for the most part, people have their own notes somewhere. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, a notebook or it's on their computer, however they store it, people have notes somewhere. Mm-hmm. And when they encounter a situation that they're like oh i feel like i know this before they're not gonna go look at the wiki they're gonna go look at their own notes Mm -hmm. so it doesn't really help usually to share it on the wiki because for people that need the information but don't have it already they don't know the wiki exists Mm -hmm. and so they're just gonna ask you anyways Mm -hmm. and so might as well just tell them then or you could point them at the wiki it kind of like but that always feels kind of like a d-bag move it's like Hey, Andre, uh, can you help me with this? Here's a wiki. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I've done... I did that for the, like, past two weeks. I did that with, like, five different people. Yeah. They're like, how do I do this? I was like, there's a wiki page that I edited way long ago. Here you go. <laughs> See, but that's why I don't like the wiki, because nobody reads the wiki anyways. Wow. And you might... You can just tell them, right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll know, and they won't have questions about the wiki right Mm -hmm. because even if they do find the wiki and they read the wiki it's not guaranteed that they understand the wiki yeah (laughs) so then they'll come back to you and ask you questions anyways Mm -hmm. so it's like everyone's stashing all of this information in places that seem so helpful and useful a lot of the times not so much Mm -hmm. because i i literally last week i had two people ask me about this one process and i'm like Oh, I wrote a wiki page about this. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm following your instructions. I'm doing this thing. I'm like, no, you're doing it wrong. Read the wiki again, <laughs> but actually read the words this time. And they're like, huh, I'm still do- I'm doing this, Andre, and it's not working. I'm like, okay, fine. Let's get on a call. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, even if you stash the knowledge somewhere, it, there's no guarantee that anyone will ever understand it. Yeah, that's true. No matter how clear you write it, someone will mess it up. Because someone will have a question about it. Always. I, like, Yeah, especially I mean, when I'm, it comes to code. Because what the, people are looking for is the code snippet. They're like, I know somewhere in this wiki is the code that does what I want. So I'm just going to copy that code. No. I'm going to paste it over here. And it's going to work. You're going to read no. the notes around it that explain what it's doing and how you're supposed to implement it. Right. But people are lazy. Nobody oh does God. that. Yeah, I know. Right? There's like, then it's like, why did I waste my time writing this then? Yeah. You can write the best wiki in the world, but no one's ever going to read it properly. Mm-hmm. So they're going to mess it up anyways. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. Everyone has their own horde of secret knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone calls it job security. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some more than others. I, I I desperately try not to be that guy. I, I like to share all of my stuff with everyone. Mm-hmm. So like, if there's a process, I'll just write a, a script for it, and then I'll I'll share that script out. Because I don't want to be that the guy that everyone has to come to. I'm unfortunately the person that everyone comes to. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's no helping it. You're like, oh god, what do I do? Yeah, you you have to own some things, right? Yeah. You have to be that dragon on the yeah. gold pile. 
yeah. for some things, but for the most part, I try to give it away. That's good. You're passing on knowledge. Yeah. That's good. The only bad thing is that for whatever reason, nobody, it, people think I'm an expert or they think that I'm not an expert. Like management doesn't think I'm an expert because I've trained everyone how to do it. But everyone that I've trained to do it thinks I'm the expert because I gave them knowledge how to do it. Oh, yeah. I get called an expert all the time. And I'm like, I am? What? Yeah. Even when I first started my job, it was like I I wrote a course of how to do machine vision. And then I, I, like, gave that course. I taught it. And then they're like, oh, Vivian, you're such an expert at this. And I'm like, my experience is currently 1.5 years, not even, of the... (laughs) Of vision. Yeah, fake it till you make it. I definitely faked the crap out of it when I was uh, doing that class the first time around. And now I just hand wave it. (laughs) Really phoning it in. It's just a script. I mean, like, it's just knowledge. And now I just, like, spit it out. Yeah. I mean, that's good, though. Apparently that makes me sound like an expert. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're struggling to think of the answer to a question that means you don't know it that well but mm-hmm. if you're just like yeah whatever it's so easy it's just this then well, people actually, are like, oh i guess you know well, it then. it's funny though because like what i'm teaching i like i teach it very smooth and then they have questions half the time i can answer it half the other time like i actually don't know the answer to that i say that i'm straight i'm like let me look it up i'll tell you about it afterwards which apparently is quite impressive for people i mean <laughs> i get it that that's the funny thing about engineering that we've, we've talked about, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, we probably have, it's just like, it's okay not to know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then the people come back, they're like, oh, I mean, they still think I'm an expert. I'm like, I didn't even answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> but as long as you say it confidently. Confidence. Yeah. But that's why it, it, it's it's interesting that even, even in a non-physical realm of of work right like mm-hmm. me i'm pure software there's still there's still a hoarding mentality there's still hoarding secrets and knowledge mm-hmm. and people don't share it oh you don't want to see my notepad plus plus on my laptop yeah I mean, you know how many new notepad no, new notes i have on that software too many <laughs> It's just me making every time there's like some note or something i jot down for myself to reference is just sitting in there yeah, I try to be more organized about that. Yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's like I it's knowledge I know that I was like I'm gonna reuse this at some point because it's just like some silly thing like coordinates <laughs> for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be like documented anywhere, so I just like keep it in my notepad plus plus, and it sits there. And occasionally I do look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's how big. That's where I need to go look in the image or whatever like that. Right. It's silly things like that. But now it, now my number of notes has grown to, like, I don't know, 20 tabs. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, that's not... Oh, that's not the worst thing? I have, like, almost 100. On your Notepad++? Plus Plus? I don't have Notepad++. Plus Plus, oh, you're, like, in the your... The Mac like... equivalent. Oh, okay, the Mac. Okay, yeah. But but because I, I try to be more organized about it, so it's, like, broken down by project, broken down by, like, topic yeah, within the project. I tried that, and then I really... Lists. Yeah, I tried that, and at some point, I started just, like, because I was on a meeting or something, and it was whatever note that I happened to be looking at at the time, I would just, like, throw that thought in there. And now it's just a giant jumble of some projects are mixed with other projects. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I guess it's kind of like, for me, it's like the Marie Kondo of the digital realm, right? Where everything has to have its place. Because I've learned that if I don't organize my notes in advance, sometime in the future, I will need that answer and I will never be able to find it. Or I won't understand what I've written down because that's definitely happened before. I I used to just have one giant Word document and anything I thought was important, I would just paste into this Word document. So it was just like pages and pages and pages long Word document that I would just constantly keep open. And the other day, one of my coworkers asked me, oh, Andre, you worked on this project before. And I was like, yeah. And like, you did this thing, right? And I'm like, I recall doing this thing. Like, how'd you do it? And I was like, uh, let me maybe look at my notes. And I try scrolling through this giant Word document. (laughs) It's just like not happening. I'm like, uh, I found this chunk of code. Maybe it does something useful. I don't know. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, so for me, I found hoarding into a giant Word document, not so good. No. But if you can organize it and and like categorize how you want your things it it makes your life so much easier maybe one note is better than i I don't know it depends i I personally can't understand and fathom how to use it we we just i just have a mac that i use for work and there's like the built-in notes program Mm -hmm. and it works fine the only weird thing is that for whatever reason mac uses a quote uh, like a quotation mark that's not standard ascii it's like a separate character so if you type a quote or like a single quote into the note and then you copy it and you paste it into like a terminal or something like that Uh that i use to program it will break things because it's like a weird like curly fancy looking quote but what it's not like a normal it's not a normal ascii character yeah what (laughs) it's super weird slack does the same thing what do you mean? Like, so, like if you type a quote into Slack and then you copy the message out, it goes super wacky. I have not tried that. Yeah, that's I why I guess I've I always, always copied into Slack. <laughs> I always use the there's like a code triple tick uh, marker in Slack. Oh yeah, I always do that in Slack. Anyways, yeah. I guess that's the problem is that I just do that. Yeah, because okay. if you do the quote, things get crazy. Okay, I always do the yeah. Slack has like the code format that you can do. I always just do that. Mm-hmm. Also, it like, looks really nice and people pay attention to it. And I'm like, I feel important. My message was read. Yeah, we we have funny ways of communicating. It's like, <laughs> like, Andre, can you review this PR? And I'll just put react with eyes. <laughs> so it's like, I'm looking at it. Oh, uh, we do a lot of thumbs up, I guess. And then what I'm, I don't know, my approval emoji is the... Uh, what do you call it? The freaking, what is it? Party toad. Oh, party. No, I do party. I do party parrot. <laughs> I like party toad. He I seems love, more chill. I like party parrot because it goes looping around a lot more. <laughs> more enthusiastic. And then now we have a Gucci one. We're like, are you, are you good with doing this? Gucci. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're rambling off topic. Uh, so, and eh, we're about at the end. Yeah, this is hoarding. So let's just wrap it up. Yeah. But yeah, in work life, in personal life. Hoarding. No, keep it organized. Okay. Don't keep things you don't need. Sentimental value, all that good stuff. It's a good, 
There's an anime version of the book, no, a manga version of the of her book, Maria Kondo. Actually, pretty good. Um, it is. Yeah, check it out if you want to. Um, we it's are... probably easier to digest than having to. If, if you're not a reading type, that might be for you then. Yeah, I mean, I'm a reading type, but I still like it. So I should try it. Anyways, um, that's it for us. We are Btails underscore podcast on Twitter, and thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.